0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go,
1: here we go, here we go. This is it.
2: This is Tough Flight Time
1: Machine. I am Andy
2: Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow.
1: I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what?
2: Uh, welcome along. It's the Friday morning episode. If you're an IFS subscriber, you get it on Thursday evening. What could be nicer? Um, yeah, uh, again, apologies for me mistake of my voice, I'm still a little bit ill. Day nine of this cursed affliction, it's virus thing that I've got, and um, yeah, perhaps this is life now, Sam. Right, you're
1: just perhaps gonna live with it, it forever,
2: possibly, yeah. I might be to get a blue badge. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'll look at that. Well, it that. could be worse. You could have rabies. Think of it that way.
2: Maybe I have. Maybe you, uh, we we'll get to the stage where the, the foaming will begin as the next.
1: Been, they'd have the next There'd have been foam. there had been evidence of foam by now.
2: Well, surely. I haven't had. Call 111. One
1: <laughs> Call 111. <laughs> yeah, listen. Um, sorry to bother you, but I'm pretty certain I've got rabies. Uh, I'll talk you through my symptoms. I've got. Pretty much every symptom other than the foam. And I know... Is the foam a deal breaker? Of course it is. Of
2: <laughs> course it is. Of course it is. I'm putting the phone down now. Next question. <laughs> what, do, what What day are you on? Day nine. you yeah, You're not even foaming yet and it's day nine. Of course it's not fucking rabies. No, not fucking it's rabies. Nah. But I've, I, I've, I've only had like, congestion in the last three days. That didn't come around till day seven. not it? So, so I'm a bit sniffly now as well. Ah, yeah, it's yeah, what it is. I've, like I said on Monday, I think it was Monday, I got into Slow Horses, the Gary Oldman, yeah, uh, spy drama on Apple TV, and I've rattled through two entire series of that this week. Oh, on that's being good. Ill. It's incredible. You got to watch it. It's good when you're so ill good. to
1: get something like that on the go. It, it, Almost yeah. makes being ill worthwhile.
2: It kind of is. Yes. Mind that, you, that's... if you had
1: rabies. It would be really hard to bin something because remember when we did the deep dive into rabies was that last oh. year now, and we um, last,
2: start of this year, wasn't it?
1: Right, start of this year, and uh, we watched quite a lot of rabies information films, and the the the, the sufferers were almost always in a state of frenzy, or yeah. at least like high sort of high anxiety. And yeah. it just didn't feel like it was the right vibe to just think, right, I'm going to go on Netflix and I'm going to binge two series of high-quality drama.
2: Yeah, you can't watch anything with, like, kind of plot in intricacies. No, you wouldn't be You're able too to busy focus. you have been frenzied to, to yeah. yeah, you wouldn't be able to
1: focus it. your foaming and frenzies. They should have a yeah. section on Netflix for <laughs> rabies sufferers. For,
2: for, for rabid... They
1: yeah. should break it down into illnesses. Because when you got COVID, when I had COVID, I got some great watching done back in the spring. Oh, uh, Beef—that was one times. thing I watched. I can't remember what else. <coughs> I, I binged through a couple of other things. It was like it was great. It was, it was that's a good. That's what people don't say about COVID is that it's awful. I don't wish it upon anyone, but at the same time, you do get some good watching. It's in. Really
2: good tele watching done. That's, yeah, um, yeah.
1: Same with whatever mystery virus you've got but Rabies, different. You're going to be wanting to watch more like reruns of the chart show, something very visual.
2: Yeah, I mean, ideally, what you what you want from Rabies is the, the foaming, where you can just sit with, like, a washing-up ball on your lap and just gently foam into foam, it foam straight while into you're watching it. something like Slow Horses. But like you say, it's all about the frenzying, isn't it? And the frenzying the chart show the was,
1: a, was a good show because it was sort of like the easiest yeah. show to just sort of consume without much concentration. Because there wasn't even hosts. I mean, in Top of the Pops was quite complicated in a way because you had to watch the links and try to follow what, you know, DLT or Simon Bates or Kid Jensen... You had to follow what they were saying. Sometimes their links were convoluted. Sometimes there was a nuanced subtext about the dynamic Mm. between them and the girls who were dancing around them. You were trying to Mm. work that. It was a lot to fucking get your head around. Whereas the chart show... Not even any words. Not even any... Just nothing. It's just like some computer graphics, then another video. Easy peasy. Yeah. Perfect rabies yeah. viewing. Because
2: of course, there's the reading element to it. You have to read the graphics. You could pause oh, it, though, couldn't wouldn't you? Wouldn't
1: fucking bother. If you
2: could... If you could what you it say? Friends, it would just go, know.
1: Indie chart. Dance it, chart. Other than that, it's just numbers. Ten.
2: No, there yeah. used to be information would come on the screen.
1: Oh, yeah. The information. It
2: used to, be that, it used to have that like, computer... Di- Computer screen like like what Terminator used to see through his head. Quiet down, mother. I'm trying to read the information about the pop music. I'm trying to find out about Big Country's upcoming new album. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to find out small. if they'll be touring any time soon. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, there's there's that. But I'll tell you what, slow horses has got me thinking about spies and mm-hmm. how many spies there are around. Fucking loads. we're not aware of. And it's yeah. got, us, got us wondering about people I know who I think might be spies.
1: I've had a theory about someone very close to me being a spy for a long time. Have you? Yeah. Really? Well, put it this way, right? I know a couple of people who, uh, between the 60s and the 90s, worked in the BBC World Service. BBC World mm. Service was effectively, we now know, a front for British intelligence. Hmm the bbc rocked up in every country in the world including communist ones during the cold war i <laughs> said oh yeah uh, no no it's nothing funny we're just from bbc radio and obviously we need to set up a station here uh yeah, yeah. no don't worry about that it's not nothing to do with politics or out like that we're just we're gonna do some radio plays for the locals right And they just set up a bureau, as they called it, in every fucking country going. There was a BBC World Service Bureau, but it was a front. The the radio producers were not producers, they were fucking spies. Um, Mind you, think of the fucking radio producers we've known over the years. None of them cunts would be much copper fucking spy, would they? They could barely fucking produce, let alone spy on any cunt. Yeah.
2: Fucking hell! I could name some useless fuckers.
1: <laughs> you'd be in fuck you'd be in Jesus. trouble if some of our fucking ex-colleagues were in charge. Tr- with a fucking ge- answer this generation's answer to James fucking Bond,
2: right? Yeah.
1: So I've I've had a few people who work there, and I'm convinced they're spies. But also, um, a friend of mine, right? I'll, I oh. I I think you know more. You know of him. I'll tell you you're fair. But he is father. Let's say worked in academia. Right. And after his father passed away, he was going through <laughs> his, what do we call it? His affairs. Eff- effects. His effects, that's it. His effects. He was going through his effects. and He put,
2: was, he put his affairs in order.
1: Yeah, by, put, yeah so, that's uh, his it. Effect. That's where I'm getting muddled, aren't I? He yeah. was going through his personal effects, and he found an exchange between him and a um a Chinese gentleman.
2: Kim Philby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he'd met a Chinese gentleman in the park, yeah? All right. Um, and the Chinese gentleman had just come up seemingly randomly and got him talking one day, and they'd exchanged details, and oh they'd, yeah, they'd had a they'd continued a the discussion, and my friend read through this years of correspondence and is a hundred percent convinced that the Chinese gentleman was trying to recruit his father, uh, uh, an academic of some note, and as we know, you mentioned mm-hmm. Kim Philby there. It's often people in academic circles who were recruited, wasn't it? Because it was a hearts and minds situation. Well, they recruit the situation. universities, don't they?
2: The, the, yeah. They, they oh, you get
1: a tap on the students. shoulder. Yeah. 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 Tap,
2: like, tap, 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 It happened, it happened, to, me, it happened to me at L Price. <laughs> tap, tap. Uh, uh, there was a lot of spy recruitment in at HMV like to, as well as O'Price. Would,
1: would, would you like to join the firm? Oh, what yeah. firm? What firm are you talking about? I've got a good job here at Al Price. What, HMV? No, no not, not that sort of firm. The firm. Tap Tap and all that old chap. Uh, oh, I'm not sure. I mean, it's pretty well, good here. The boss, on... the boss lets me take a couple of tea breaks a day uh, and I've got I'm good on, prospects.
2: I'm on 25% discount here. So if <laughs> you can match that, you can raise that to 30%. <laughs> might talk.
1: Maybe we can sit down and have a chinwag, but I doubt it. To be honest, sometimes I think they must be making a loss. They're that fucking oh, good. Um, yeah, you can get the tap-tap. But anyway, yeah, imagine that. And he's he's posthumously investigating this uh, his, dad's, his dad's his dad the 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 attempts of the Chinese intelligence services to recruit his dad. Amazing, I isn't know. it?
2: Well, I've I've got I've got suspicions about about someone mm-hmm. who. I I, I work with. Me? Yeah.
1: What, because of my dealings with the Russians?
2: Well, it goes right back to your school trip to Moscow, doesn't it? It does,
1: yeah, you can piece this together. That's,
2: that's, to me, that's where it began. Yeah. Tap on the shoulder Mm. during the school trip. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, I mean, when you did the uh, now permanently rested Sam Delaney's news thing, that, that could have been picked up, I think it was offered to. Every broadcaster in this
1: country. <laughs> yeah. And yeah.
2: the one that took it up in the end was R T.
1: Oh Just no, saying. I thought you meant it was offered to every broadcaster as in every broadcasting <laughs> RT approached every single broadcast professional in the UK <laughs> and were turned down by everyone until they finally got to Sam Delaney he was I like don't know.
2: Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I'm- all I know uh, is that the show, I, the show went out on RT. When, and, uh, I was thinking about yeah.
1: this. I was wondering whether or not I was a spy the other day. <laughs> Maybe you are, you don't know it. Another mutual friend you're, of ours. You're like a,
2: a, deep, a deep sleeper.
1: You know our friend uh, Terry, right? Terry White. We were at... We were oh, yeah. At, we were at... Uh, me and you were at the at that King's Place years ago doing the first yeah, ever
2: podcast festival podcast
1: yeah. like Top Flight Time Machine live and we yeah. all sat in a green room and there was some other podcast there do you remember that when my fucking headphones got nicked by another podcaster mm, I and know, I, I tell you, you what it. I'll fucking find that cunt one of these days and they'll get fucking filled in I don't forget right so fucking we- let it be known, nice. and I know I remember who was in that room
2: I don't right? know who and it I
1: was got, I got some strong fucking suspicions <clears throat>
0: right.
1: one of them used to be one of the hosts of a popular reality baking show that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> right
2: and if, oh and yeah
1: I, yeah yeah. so that's one I know of, what you mean yeah so <coughs> anyway Terry walked in she was doing <coughs> something there and she went she's not retiring is she she's not the sort of reti- no. she's not the shy and retiring type
2: no actually <laughs> not northern <laughs> as well
1: she said yeah she's northern and she said fuck me i knew you were here from fucking outside the building i could hear you fucking barking on right and i went yeah and she went yeah i read something in the paper the other day trying to indicate you were a fucking spy for the russians at one point she went i thought to myself fuck me if you ever met the cunt it'd be the worst fucking spy in the old world <laughs> fucking clambering around shouting his head off all over the place knocking things over <laughs> and I think there's your answer. Unless I've been going really method well, and putting on this act since I was a schoolboy, um, then I don't think I'd be a natural person to be well, recruited as is a spy. Thing.
2: It's always the people you least expect or suspect. Don't forget as always, well. Did, I worked they in they Parliament. The characteristics that you're not expecting of a spy. I worked in Parliament. About five years after my
1: Russian trip, I got a job working in Parliament. I was working with Harriet Harman Gordon-Brown, right, and various other members of the then Shadow Cabinet. So that would have been handy too, wouldn't it? I don't Um, understand
2: how you're not a spy. Then
1: It's just so obvious. Then, let's not forget the CD-ROM magazine enter. (laughs) That was a strange business, wasn't it? You've got to ask yourself, what
2: was going on there? Well, the company behind that was based in Ireland, weren't they? How Which could that have ever got off bells? the ground
1: if it wasn't in some way backed by by a sort of a government from a rogue state?
2: Yeah,
1: is Ireland a rogue state? Yeah, I think it might be. And don't forget as well, who has won the main interviews on issue one? Jerry Adams.
2: Jerry Adams. No further so, questions.
1: yeah, I've got to admit, you can join the dots, and it does feel as if mm, I could be a spy. I remember when I was. In all honesty, when, when I was doing that show, the permanently arrested Lane's news thing, you know, for the first couple of years, it was under the radar. No cunt watched it. It was a fucking lot of fun to do. Fine. They didn't give us any trouble. We could do literally whatever the fuck we wanted on this show. Great. <coughs> but then in the final year of it, Russia, uh, the channel started to come under a lot more scrutiny. And anyone making mm. shows started to come under more scrutiny. And there was sort of people with higher profile than me not not least like alex salmon george galloway george who were galloway getting a, yeah. a lot of flack right uh for being on it but i started to thrill a bit like oh man this is stressful now it used to be a laugh and just fly under radar and we make this daft show with my mates and well, mm. now it's like fucking hell this is getting like stressful everyone's like starting to fucking give you shit or like you think that they're coming for you next or whatever and so I started to think I don't I'm not sure I want to do this anymore. It's really stressful and we've been doing it almost 3 years. But the thing the the, the, the other side of that coin was that because it was my own production company there was like, you know, there was a fucking significant number of people whose livelihoods relied on oh, yeah. it beyond my own. And actually at the time I had another job anyway. On the I had a couple of other jobs. So for me personally I could have financially taken the hit at that stage. But I was like, "Fucking hell! I can't just walk in one day. And go. Actually, I've decided not to do it anymore because I don't feel comfortable anymore with it politically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bad luck, everyone. You're all it's out the best work. of luck
2: with everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it was a that was a it was a dilemma. It was an ethical dilemma. And um, in the middle of all this, I was thinking to myself, "Oh well, I'm probably overthinking it. Everything will die down. And then one day, I was driving home, and the news about the Salisbury. But, um, poisonings broke on the radio news. and it was headline yeah. news and it came on and this is how lost in myself and my own fucking little world I was right I walked into the house to see uh my wife and children and I barely said hello to the kids and my wife went you're all right you look like you have seen a ghost what's the matter and I was like what's the matter what's the matter of course I'm not right. right haven't you heard the news and she was like yeah and what and I went, she went what news I went to Two Russians have just been poisoned, dead, in fucking Salisbury. And she went, and? I'm still not working anything out. And I went, and, and, obviously, everyone's saying it's the Russians that did it. That's a Russian attack on British land. And who's going to fucking bear the brunt of it? Old Muggins here. And she went, fucking, like, I think she realised then, my mental health was, like, on the edge. And I hadn't realised it. She went to me, Listen. I'll never forget the phrase she used. She went, Listen, Sam. She went, There are two separate things going on here. She went, One is two people have been poisoned, right? Possibly by the Russian state. Yeah. And that's very sad. On the other hand, you have an absurd fucking comedy show that no one watches on Friday night on a channel that's got that is associated with Russia. She went, No one is going to fucking say, Right, let's point the finger at Delaney. And she said, This is not Tinker Taylor Soldier Sam. <laughs> she went, She went, It might, it, it may be Tinker Taylor Soldier Cunt. <laughs> and uh, I'll always be grateful to her for that little speech, here, because not only because yeah. it was very funny, but it was also like, I'm not joking. I think for various reasons at that stage of my life, I was mentally... My mental health was... I'd already been sober for a few years, but I was still barmy. They call it start raving sober, right? And I was overdoing it, and I'd lost sight of reality, and I felt that was one of many things that had me under a lot of stress. But I'm not joking. It sounds like a a joke. When I heard that news, right, I freaked out. Not like, oh, isn't this... Isn't this dangerous or isn't this scary? Or or what about the poor cunts who actually have been poisoned? That you know, that's the main thing here. Mm. I was like, fuck this
2: impinge on me. Yeah. Fuck! This is gonna (laughs) fuck this is I'm
1: fucked now. Um
2: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings.
0: (laughs) Jalapeño. jalapeño. Yeah, so So that's
1: a. I suppose that's just a little story about um, one of the many episodes of uh, disproportionate reaction to things in my life, and uh, one of the many mental health episodes I've had. But also, it does also it's correlate with your theory that I could be a spy.
2: Well, it's it's, you kind of you've just debunked what I've said. I think it's compelling evidence that in no way could you be a spy. Yeah. You just don't have the uh, don't the, have it in the, me the coolness oh, required to do it. Definitely not. No, no. Well, this, this, I mean, this, this one this thing is, that's... I'm quite
1: good at making friends and connections, but yeah, I, I've, I lack subtlety. <laughs> I lack subtlety, and subtlety <laughs> is one of the things that a spy requires.
2: Right, can I be your friend now? Hey, I, fancy a new nice. friendship? I'll be a cracking
1: friend. I've got loads of conversation topics. I always have a nice cup of tea. I've seen loads of films. How many films have you seen? I've seen, I've seen let's see, 100, 112, 100, 113 films. <coughs> loads of films. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. there's
2: just there's just been a story brought this afternoon that the, the UK are accusing the Russian Security Service, the FSB, of a sustained cyber hacking campaign here. Do you know what? So perhaps they were hacking us. I He's have gone to, us since 2015.
1: I have to hacking say, our phones
2: when we were in RT.
1: I have to say, if the Russians are doing all this, and the Chinese, it's a message to both of them if they're listening, why don't you fucking pack it in? It's just <laughs> fucking... Pack it in. It's childish. It's fucking childish. We're not at war. We're all just trying to fucking get on with our own lives. We're a country. You're a country. We're all just trying to fucking run our economy and make sure everyone's got a job and a roof over their house. Why the fuck are you spending so much fucking time and energy running around trying to fuck with our computer systems? It's fucking stupid. Pack it in. If I was PM or Foreign Secretary, that's what I'd be fucking saying to these cunts.
2: I mean, I saw a thing on Morning Live on BBC One yesterday morning about loads of people complaining about smart meters, saying they don't mm. work. Mm. You know, all the companies are encouraging us to it's get smart they're meters. spying devices, and they don't. Well, obviously, the Russians and the Chinese are dicking with those smart meters because they're the ones controlling all our fucking energy. I tell you what, yeah.
1: it's a bit rich from our government. They say all this like stop spy. Once in a while, they go. Would the Russians and the Chinese please refrain from spying on yeah. us anymore? Yeah, they
2: grass them up. Don't it's
1: they? not on. It's not cricket, right? And I think, hang on, cunts. <gasps> you privatise energy, right? And then you fucking contracted half of it out to the fucking Chinese and the Russians, right? As far as I understand it, all the Russia, all the fucking gas is coming from Russia down a big pipe, right? First of all, so that's a problem, right? Yeah. And, and, and uh, the Chinese... That seemed have been... fine
2: for a while, didn't it? <laughs> you are. That seemed fine for a while. Seemed fine for but a fucking while. got all well. gas from Russia. What could go wrong?
1: Yeah. And the Chinese have fucking <laughs> got all sorts of contracts as well. I was thinking the other day, mate, I read something about, like, Nissan uh, up in your neck of the woods in Sunderland, yeah. right? And the Brexiters have been, have been crowing about how... Um, Nissan have said we've got no problem anymore with Brexit. We said it was going to be a problem, but now we haven't, and we are going to renew our fucking lease here in Sunderland, and we're yeah. going to stay here for the foreseeable forever. Right? And uh, it told the number. I can't remember the number of people in fucking Sunderland. That da- I swear to God, I thought, fuck me, Andy must be the only cunt in the whole of Sunderland not working for fucking <laughs> Nissan. It's fucking <laughs> loads. How many people live in Sunderland? <coughs> a million? fucking don't
2: know no idea Two hundred thousand, something like that
1: fucking hell mate they all everyone's well you must feel left out when they have their christmas do you must walk past the window in the rain and press your fucking nose <laughs> up wishing you were there right because it's basically you and the lads at Pop Rex are the only ones and and, and then polish ones running the pig milk shop yeah. <laughs> every so, nissan fucking owns Sunderland and fair play it's quite good actually because it creates a lot of employment I'm not I'm not knocking them and the Japanese we're not worried about them spying are we no not the minute not
2: the minute but it's only a matter of time I think everybody in in Sunderland knows somebody that works at Nissan or one of the part of the supply chain
1: yeah have you heard heard much about what the working conditions are like is it a nice place to work it's
2: all right Everyone yeah. seems to be quite happy for good working there, yeah? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a bit a, a, a prized job to get that, yeah. But then... then
1: My mum's got a with, Nissan as well, by the way. just F4. she happy with it? Nissan Micra, they've had it for years, her and Rod McDonald. If she's
2: got any problems, just give give, it, give me I a will. shout. And Don't I'll worry about
1: that. I've told her. I've said, listen, yeah, any problems at all with this Nissan... Andy lives in Sunderland, so I can probably make a call and he can pull some strings for you. If you yeah, need any, I'll, I'll for instance, add, if, add, you really any parts, yeah. if you need any parts, if you need any parts short notice, he can get them down. No problem.
2: Yeah, no problem at all.
1: It's Ro- Ro- the osteopath re- Rod, pa- Rod, Rod Rod McDonald. He loves a fucking Nissan Micra. He's had he's had like three on the trot. Right. And yeah. uh and he's a big he's a big one for which he'll really do his diligence and he's for right. him it's like it's a micro for me, it's a micro every time. What's like spoken a reliable it's still the micro reliable good around town cheap to run it's a micro every time. No, I don't need any flashy business nonsense cars. <laughs> it's the micro.
2: <clears throat> Did you see that um lanky little kinky bastard? <laughs> sunak this morning doing his rwanda press conference no i had thing.
1: done it what's he what's he say about it
2: well he says that parliament is sovereign and it's time that parliament started taking decisions that, that the courts couldn't overturn
1: fuck me which felt a little bit that, I don't know, dictatorish that feels a bit trumpian and that's it's putting it mildly
2: bit, it felt a bit much i know i'm watching it thinking i hey go is he's just saying what i think he's saying oh yeah he is
1: you, you yeah, know he's, that gonna do, he's
2: gonna do stuff that the courts it, can't fucking It reminds you that with.
1: bit of when the Emperor in uh, Revenge of the Sith he goes, The Senate will never allow it he goes, I am the Senate Yeah And then he gets up in yeah, that was, big floating like space that. parliament and he starts fucking shouting the odds saying that uh, Right, enough's enough, I'm in charge now, cunts Right and everyone's like, Oh this is a bit weird. He seemed alright before, yeah. but now his face is all melted off. Uh, so something's happened he's obviously been in a scrap involving laser swords or something but he's not explained it he's he's suddenly his face has all gone disabled and uh, he's up here in parliament fucking saying that he's he's fucked democracy (laughs) he's in charge of everything from now on
2: I mean Sinox's face just seemed like usual he hadn't been in a fight with anybody I don't think I don't think um, but uh, he wasn't kinky, limping or anything.
1: His kinky fucking face.
2: His little lanky little kinky face.
1: Bip bip bip. bip kinky face.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, he said every single reason ever used in court challenges, including spurious human rights claims, has fucking now been blocked.
1: Fucking <laughs> our spurious so human off to rights. All right, Hitler. Spurious yeah. human was in, rights was claims.
2: Obviously, he's, he's, he's on his way out in a few months, so... He's going renegade. But,
0: uh,
1: well, mate, all i um, Listen, he could... He, this, this to me... I mean, fucking hell, what's my fucking political analysis worth? Fuck all. But I would say, this says that he's not going down without a fight. Because this sort of stuff is high-stakes stuff. Because if it doesn't work electorally, which is all it is, it's a bit... He's thinking, can I especially in the current climate with a lot of the Mm. sort of divisive protests we've seen on the streets immigration i would say is on the agenda to a greater degree than ever before because most of us certainly those of us who live in cities have not really been worrying much about it we just think it's a fucking daft thing that weirdos in the fucking provinces shit themselves about yeah and the shires shit themselves about over the daily telegraph right Anyone who's lived in fucking cities that are rich in in immigrants aren't fucking shitting themselves or bothered about it. But at the moment, actually, it is on a lot more people's radar for reasons we can't be asked going into, but for obvious reasons. Yeah, it's become on people's radar a bit more. And he's sniffed this as an opportunity. But the thing is, it's high stakes. Because if it doesn't work electorally, if he doesn't successfully move this topic onto the agenda and make it uh, you know the sort of salient issue in the election next year then he'll lose and if he loses this will really this will genuinely stain his reputation as a statesman because these guys are prime ministers just for the CV after that yeah, i mean he's never going to want for money anyway but he'll want to sit on boards he'll want to do lucrative speaking gigs around the world you know he'll want to you know get well paid jobs at the un or whatever it is right but if you become the guy who lost an election by trying to turn <coughs> it into, you know, a, a pretty fucking brutal debate on immigration, right? Then you're going to end up looking a fucking cunt unless you win. So he thinks well, he can win. win, is he? Well, the, but, the thing is, only... with elections, uh, they you, you can only win if the subject that you're, if the issue that you're strongest on, is also the most salient issue. So usually mm. that's the economy, right? And, of course, the economy probably is the biggest issue at the next election. But, unfortunately, the Tories won't be trusted with the economy again for many, many years to come, right? And Labour look increasingly credible. So they know they're fucked on that. What else could they fight on? What are their traditional strengths? Law and order? Well, that's not going to fucking work. There's no police left, right? Yeah. Um, So they think the only thing that we're considered pretty strong on is immigration. But it's not that salient. So, But if we can make it salient again by banging on about it and causing division, then we might just have a small chance of winning, maybe. With all those people in the so-called red wall seats who voted for Boris Johnson in 2019, right, they might, if, if you can get them stirred up again, a lot of them were like people who voted for Brexit, get them stirred up again, you never know. He might it's have not, a chance. Not, he might the racism card might work.
2: So, someone said yesterday on Twitter and I think this is right the biggest problem the Tories have got now is the people have stopped listening to them. Yeah. They're, they're not fucking even interested in anything they've got to see anymore. Yeah. It's it's all over. It's just yeah yeah yeah. I'm sure you're election. I'm sure
1: you're right but it's interesting that he thinks that they've got one last, last fight in them. It's, because what well, I'm yeah, saying is, just like if he of... just accepted they were going out, he'd keep his mouth shut about this. He'd think, what's worth of fucking staining yeah. my reputation for the rest of my life by bringing up an issue that's only going to be toxic and we'll lose anyway. He thinks, oh, maybe we- someone's gone to him. You know what? You could still win this. Well,
2: keep the thing going is, his on wife's, about Rwanda. His wife's, his wife's a billionaire or something, isn't she? So, you know, he's yeah. insulated, whatever happens.
1: That's true. But... If you or I had a wife who was a billionaire, we wouldn't be bothering ourselves with having to run a country, would we? No,
2: <laughs> so he's obviously... Do
1: he don't think like normal people because any right-minded person who had a Doris that minted would be <coughs> fucking at home watching fucking slow horses all day long whether they had fucking rabies or not. They'd be there with a, a ball. packet of... They'd have a fucking tin of family choice, right? They'd have a six-fucking-cup pot of tea in front of them just for themselves... Right, and they'd be they'd have the heating on full whack because, frankly, what's it matter if you if your wife's that yeah. rich? You'd have the heating on full whack. You'd have a lazy Windows boy, open. and you'd just be like fucking laugh. You'd be you'd be literally. If my wife was that rich, I think I'd laugh from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. <laughs> I'd be laughing. The only pause would be trying to fucking <laughs> shove biscuits in my fucking gulf between gulps <laughs> yeah. of tea.
2: We'd probably would probably be down to one episode a week of this as well. Oh, yeah, because we wouldn't need to do it.
1: Yeah, I'd just be fucking imagine the amount of time you'd spend singing that's living. All right, oh, <laughs> here she know. is, home oh, from work again. How was your day, sweetheart? <laughs> hey, sorry, I know you've had a hard day, right? And you're probably hungry, but I decided take away the Uber Eats is on its way yeah, again. What that's do right. you mean? What do you mean that's the 100th night in a row? Well, I'll put it to your fucking card. Don't worry about that. 100th fucking Uber Eats night in a row. Love it.
2: Right. Okay, that's enough. Let's do some predictions and fuck off. So I can barely speak again. Um, You ready? Yeah. Manchester United versus Bournemouth.
1: Manchester United, quite good. Um. I'm going to say. They're
2: terrible, apparently, but they're only three points behind Man City. I don't understand. That's
1: amazing, isn't it? I'm going to say 2 <laughs> 1 to Man U.
2: 2 1. I'm going to go 2 0 to Man U. Wolves versus Nottingham Forest. Um, I'll go for 2 um, 0 to the Wolves on that one.
1: I'm going to say 1 0. Forest got spanked by Fulham last night, didn't they?
2: Did they?
1: 5 0. Oh,
2: no fucking hell Fulham versus West Ham
1: oh my god
2: at the weekend I know you were Spurs tonight haven't you
1: yeah it's obvious that this game will end
2: 1-0 I think it will end 2-1 to West Ham Sunderland versus West Bromwich Albion Sunderland of course managerless yeah again Um well, Tony we'll Mowbray
1: he had you playing I thought he was the new Pep Guardiola at one point <laughs>
2: No, he's... he's, he's he, I don't know. I don't know. He's He spoke out against the regime. Uh, and he had to go. He had to die. Um, 1-0 West Brom. Uh,
1: West Brom versus Sunderland. I'm going to go for another 1-0. OK.
2: And uh, we're Spurs versus Newcastle.
1: Ooh. I think this will be... Spurs, nil, Newcastle, two.
2: Fucking hell. Uh, I think Spurs will win this 2-1.
1: By the way, did you see, uh, just quick, did you see Jurgen Klopp having a go at that case on Sky Sports last night? No, I didn't. He's a right bully, Jurgen Klopp. Look it up. But they're just, oh, he just
2: he's he's a fucker. Yeah. He's
1: a cunt. You shouldn't do that to be like he said one of the night I can't remember the guy's name, but he's a nice guy. You've been seeing him on Sky Sports for years. Not one of the, like not the main guy, but like a nice guy, good presenter, right. you know, not confrontational. And he's just said, yeah. You're playing again on Saturday in your favourite crick off time, twelve thirty. Just chuck that in. The young guy goes, Oh yes, very yeah. funny. Very funny to make a joke about that. Very good. Yes, you've shown complete disrespect. You have no standards. Why should I have standards? And he would not let it light. and the geez hands it really well. And said, obviously, I didn't mean any distress. Well, you have already been disrespectful, and it was really awkward. Fucking Jamie Carragher, the Phantom Gobber, right? He <laughs> yeah. shat it and has just like looked away. He, he doesn't. Oh no, hang on. It was um, it wouldn't have. It wasn't Carragher. It was McManaman, and it was not Sky, was it? It would have been T N T. It would have been Amazon, right? But you'd still recognise the presenter. And, like, yeah, McManaman looks away, and, yeah, fucking Klopp, just, like, completely out of nowhere, fucking steams into this poor bloke, and the bloke stays totally composed, handles it really well, but he won't let up, he will, he absolutely, and he, he comes out of it looking a fucking
2: cunt. Oh, he's a cunt, yeah, definitely, he's a cunt. especially when he loses. It's yeah, what I'm an loser. absolute fucking cunt. yeah all right then couldn't have interest. Jürgen
1: Kunt <laughs> yeah Jürgen Kunt more like
2: <laughs> thanks for listening everyone goodbye goodbye, goodbye.